Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Jenny Studios. I have my phone on airplane mode so that we won't get cut off. Learn my lesson there. Uh, all, uh, all misfortunes are just a lesson, I guess. Um, and as the song said, everything will be alright. Oh, not too much on the agenda today. Um, so we'll do, uh, we'll, we'll just get right into it. Um, right in from easy. Do we love the choir going from classroom to classroom singing Christmas carols? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a Christmas guy. Uh, you know, if you got, if you got Santa on one end of the spectrum and Scrooge on the other end of the spectrum, I'd say I fall underneath, like, being an elf. Um, so I like that. Uh, I think there's a time and a place for the Christmas celebration. Uh, part of me wanted to open with a little Christmas jingle today. Uh, I'm a firm believer in going hard, uh, 1 through 25, um... I don't do Christmas November 30th. I don't do it December 26th. Time and a place. Uh, So I'm about it. I'm about letting it rip. Um, The Christmas season is very, goes by very quickly. It's a lot shorter than you think it is. Um, And I know that going in, so I don't take a day of it for granted. Um, I'm, I'm all about the festive, I'm all about the merry, I'm all about the bright, and part of the reason is because it is so short. So, all those yahoos celebrating before Thanksgiving, get out of here. Um, So, I would say we do love a little caroling during school. Um, I would love a little caroling during work. Um, Actually, that might be the one exception where... I'd be okay with caroling during work at any time of the year because I don't want to work. But putting aside the fact that it takes you away from the bullshit that you don't want to be doing, I still like it. Um, Caroling door-to-door, I would love to see it come back. Um, I don't know if... I don't think I was ever alive when it was in full swing. Um, I don't really know when it stopped... I guess maybe when we got, like, TV or something, right? I mean, the the internet definitely killed caroling. Because, uh, I guess, like, back in the 1800s, you don't even have electricity. What the hell else do you do, right? I mean, the only way to hear the tunes, you don't have recordings. So, I guess the only way to hear the tunes is by people singing it. So that's the only way to pass it along, whereas now you can just look it up. Um, definitely would have loved to live back in the 1800s. I think that's one of the biggest regrets of my life. Um, but, you know, maybe next time. So we do love Christmas Carol Classroom. Um, do we love the Master Cleanse? Wow. Sit down for this one. 
literally. So, what is the master cleanse, they ask. The master cleanse is this cleanse that was invented back in like the 1940s that people still do to this day. It's probably the most common slash popular detoxifying cleanse. Uh, So, listen to a podcast. Uh, Kelly Slater was talking about it. Uh, Easy and myself started looking into it. And on Sunday, he calls me up. He's like, I'm picking up the ingredients. Let's do it on Monday. It's like, okay. Um, It's not too much prep work going in, kind of winging it. So, you... The idea is that you only drink lemonade, basically, (laughs) for as long as you can. So, you make... The concoction is you take uh, two tablespoons of... Uh, maple syrup. Now, don't think like Aunt Jemima's maple syrup. We're talking grade B, pure Vermont type maple syrup. So you take maple syrup, uh, a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, and then two tablespoons of lemons, lemon juice, which is about the equivalent to half a lemon. Um, put that all in a glass, pour some water into it, you mix it all together, boom, you got lemonade. Um, it sounds kind of gross. It's actually delicious. Um, I might start drinking it just like randomly. Um, but the idea behind it is it has essentially enough carbohydrates and whatnot to keep you going. So your, you know, your body doesn't go into starvation mode or anything like that. Uh, so you just drink that all throughout the day. Um, and then the only other things you can have is you can have water whenever you want. Uh, and then in the, well, and then in the evening you have a, uh, a detox cleansing tea, if you will. Um, that's in the evening. And then in the morning you have, <laughs> you take two, you mix two teaspoons or tablespoons of salt. Maybe I should clarify that cause this could be why I was getting wicked wrecked. Um, you take two tablespoons of salt, you mix that into uh, warm water, 32 ounces of warm water, you mix it up, you dissolve it. And, uh, that's the first thing you have in the morning. So basically you chug salt water in the morning and when it has to be, uh, like, like Himalayan pink salt, not iodine, uh, table salt. So you chug the salt water in the morning and it clears you out. Um, must be within a short radius of a bathroom for like the next two hours. Um, we're talking absolute fire hose, just shooting out. Um, so you do your, your salt water in the morning. Uh, somebody said it's the equivalent to, uh, scraping some spackle off the walls. Gets it all out. Um, by the way, this is a rated R podcast, this episode. Usually we're family friendly, but right now we're not. Um, so then you have the tea all day, the, the lemonade, I should say all day. And then at the end of the day, you have the tea. Um, so I've, I've messed around with some fasting in my day. Um, so I'm not, didn't, you know, come out of the blue or anything like that. You know, I regularly intermittent fast where I kind of, I don't eat for like 16 to 18 hours to start the day. I usually have first meal around like noon, one o'clock, two o'clock. 
Um, and I'm sheets by nine. So, you know, um, and then, so it, what, it didn't hit me too hard. Day one, day two, I was fine. Day three, I was like, I just like, didn't feel good. I didn't feel like I wasn't like starving. I just felt kind of like weak, uh, which I didn't like. Cause normally when I fast, I surprisingly, cause I, I've gone, I've done like a, a three day fast, just water. And that actually, I felt really good when I did that. Um, this, I, I didn't feel really good. I felt weak. Um, and then, uh, day four, which is yesterday still like, I felt better than day three, but I was like, eh, like I, I just don't feel good. Um, so the two benefits behind it is one, um, there's weight loss with it, obviously, cause you're in taking about, if you do it right, you're probably in taking about like six, 700 calories a day when I probably normally take in like 2000. Um, Ooh, motorcycle went by revving that engine thinks he's cool. Um, so you, obviously you're losing, you're losing weight. Um, I'm definitely not in the in shape category, but I'm not in the overweight category. So I didn't lose that much weight. Um, and then the other, the main benefit is the detox where it kind of cleans out your organs, intestines and all that. So that's kind of more what I was looking for. Um, so, you know, after the salt water, you know, on day four, I'm like, you know, I've been like, trust me, I cleared out a lot of stuff. Like I feel clean and I'm not trying to lose weight. So I scrapped it. I was just like, I, I can't do it. Like I don't, I don't feel good. Um, so I went, I did four days, picked up a large Dutch crunch bread, uh, turkey sub with basil pesto and avocado pickles lettuce onions from subculture mowed down bag of chips uh rice cake with peanut butter had some uh butterfinger ice cream it was good um today i actually feel great so overall i would say my experience with the master cleanse was not great it was not bad um if you want to try it out, I would say it is safe. At no point did I feel unsafe. I'm a big proponent of when you do things, just listen to your body because everyone's different. So for me, I reacted well to it. Um, the research on it is pretty interesting. I would say it's worth doing a little Googling and, and finding what it's about. I mean, it's been around for 80 years, which is the crazy part because, I mean, normally stuff like that does not withstand the test of time so I mean I do think that's a testament to it um you know I went on a lot of forums I read other people's results some people go up to 40 days so the recommended length of time to get like basically to get the maximum benefits of the detox and all that is they say 10 days um which I was like that that was like my initial goal before I started I was like all right I'll see if I can do this for 10 days and if I'm not feeling good then I'm gonna stop so yeah, day four, I was just like, I'm not feeling good. I'm stopping. Um, but yeah, some people, they say don't do it more than 40 days. So I know everybody here was thinking they wanted to do it for like 60 days. Sorry to burst your bubble. You can only do it for 40. Um, 
but it's it's honestly not as brutal as I thought it was going to be. Um, like I said, if you intermittent fast or have done fasting in the past, then I think it would be, I don't want to say easy, but like nothing too crazy. Um, but if you have, if you never really practiced that, then you're obviously going to have a more difficult time. Um, so overall, do we love it? Um, I kind of loved it. I'm not going to lie. I did love it. It was a good experience. Glad I tried it. I might not do it again. Although, Easy's still on the clock right now. He's on day five. And we have a shit ton of maple syrup. So, either he needs to do his 10 days and get rid of this maple syrup. Or, I'm going to have to do it again to get rid of it. Or which will, mo this is like option C is most likely going to happen. I almost guarantee he quits today and I never do it again. Uh, we're going to have a pancake breakfast. Uh, I'm going to invite all the listeners out. Um, and then that way, not only am I the only one getting the benefits from the master cleanse, but we all are. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I thought it was all right. Um, but like I said, it's called the master cleanse. Check it out. Uh, I am a water with lemon doctor. I am not a medical doctor. So practice at your own risk. Um, that's, that's about it. Um, oh, do we love, this is like totally random, has nothing to do with me. Do we love when a family member uh, announces that they're pregnant and then reaches out to you to remind you to congratulate them. Um, good write-in from whoever that was from. Um, if that were to happen to me, I'd be kind of shook when I first got the text, but then I would understand who it's coming from. Um, and then ultimately I would realize it's a power move. Uh, and I'd probably, you know, mail them a letter and uh, maybe a little something else in the mail. Who knows? wouldn't want to ruin the surprise if I were to do that. So congrats to Ann Conley Bailey and Chris Bailey on the kid and the Godfather's application is in the mail. Ciao! On the mattress one And you hold me And we are broken Now I'm feeling
goodbye. Definitely makes me think of American Pie.